turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. It's time for Blue Darter Sports Central with your host, Roger Franklin Williams. Stay tuned for the latest updates on Blue Darter Sports, along with interviews with student-athletes, coaches, and more. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Now, here's Roger. Welcome to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. And friends, it's great to be with you on another wonderful Friday afternoon, evening. I want to thank you for the opportunity to allow us to spend, help you spend part of your Friday evening with us and to spend part of your Friday evening with you. We have a great show for you. First of all, of course, we'll reset the mission of our program. Blue Darter Sports Central is the program that highlights the outstanding Apopka High School Athletic Department with interviews with high school ball players and their dedicated coaches, as well as interviews and features on Blue Darter alumni who first achieved great things in high school on the on the playing fields and have gone on to achieve great things and make great contributions to our community, our state, and our nation as adults. Our program is made possible by some outstanding sponsors, and they are Community Health Centers of Central Florida. They were founded in Apopka in 1972, and now they serve all of Central Florida with 15 locations throughout Central Florida with affordable quality health care. Florida Door Solutions, do you have garage door problems? Florida Door Solutions has your solution. And Dr. Patrick St. Germain and the great people at St. Germain Chiropractic, proud to be voted best chiropractor once again. Have great guests tonight, and we'll get right into it. Later in our program, we'll hear from businessman and entrepreneur Glenn Tatum. He's the owner of Glenn Tatum Septic. Uh, septic and the owner of the Hidden Barn events venue. And Glenn and the, will be hosting a, a very important fundraiser on the 14th of this month at the Hidden Barn. And we're get, he's going to be here to tell us all about it. And of course, as you know, many of you know, Glenn Tatum is known far and wide for his generosity for helping others in our community. We'll also hear from five Apopka Blue Order football players uh, in recorded interviews throughout the course of our program. But right now, in a moment, we're going to go to one of the outstanding softball players in the history of the Blue Darter softball program, Naya Vogel. Naya Vogel was the Class 9A Player of the Year her junior season when she helped to lead the Blue Darters to the state Final Four in Class 9A. She was a four-year starter four-year all-conference selection, two-time all-state pitcher, and she went to to, on scholarship to University of South Carolina Upstate. She's now at Lee University. Now let's go to Naya Vogel right now, former outstanding Apopka Blue Darter softball player. Hello, Naya. Thank you for joining us. Hi, glad to be here. It's great to get caught up with you. Um, why don't you bring us up to date? You know, it's you joined us a couple of times a couple of years ago, back during your high school playing days. Sadly, your senior season and your teammate senior season uh, was cut short. 
by the by the COVID situation, uh, but you were able to, uh, because of your large body of outstanding work, um, receive you know, opportunities to play at the college level on scholarship. Just kind of bring us up to date um, uh, from the time that you left high school. Um, so, like you said, I ended up going to the University of South Carolina Upstate. During the fall, I ended up getting injured again and pushed back, worked as hard as I could, got um, came back from that injury. And during the spring, we had a pretty strong year. I absolutely loved the school. It was great. The girls, everything was great there. But it just ended up not being the right fit for me. So after a pretty good year, um, played very competitive teams, including University of Georgia. I got I ended up pitching against as well. I decided to move on to Lee University, where I'll be attending this fall. And can you tell us a little bit about Lee University and the softball program there? Yes. Lee is a Division II in Cleveland, Tennessee, a very strong, um, a very strong conference. They're one of the strongest Division II conferences. And it's a great softball program. It's just a great school in general. Friends, we're glad you're joining us on Blue Daughter Sports Central. Right now we're speaking with Naya Vogel. She's one of the outstanding softball players in the history of Apopka Blue Daughter softball. And as we're hearing now she's currently a scholarship softball player at Lee University. In fact, she was named the Class 9A Player of the Year her junior year at Apopka. And, Naya, can you talk about now that you've had you know some some college experience under your belt – uh, can you talk about how your experience playing at Apopka High School helped prepare you for the next level and to take the next step? Um, it was a big help definitely playing for a very good competitive high school team. Our practices were great. The amount of workouts we did, how much work we put in really prepared me for college because in high school you're practicing every day and same at school you're practicing every day having multiple games a week. You have to condition your body just for lots of games. And in high school, being able to pitch a lot, it for sure helped me. And we played very competitive teams in high school. We played a lot of D1 players. I actually played against some of the Division One players when I went to school. Um, the catcher for University of Georgia is actually from Lake Brantley, so it's pretty cool being able to see some Orlando girls all going on doing big things so just playing at Apopka being surrounded by all these great teams and all these great girls really prepared me and even practicing at Apopka you have Aubrey, Jesse, Avery and even Janae and Zanai who went on to play college ball it was pretty cool being able to practice with girls that all had the same mindset and same goals as you to go to the next level and pushing yourself working really hard together everyday practices was just honestly prepared you to go in college and be in that same environment. And what are some of the differences in playing softball at the college level than the high school level, even a high, even a high, very highly uh, high competitive high school level? Um, a big difference definitely was having to manage your time. Practices, you have two days you could practice in the morning, you could practice at night. 
you have to get used to certain types of weather, which is a big thing because in high school, we always played at night, so it wasn't as hot. And in college, the big thing when you play in the hot sun and that in the afternoon, that heat really gets to you. And another thing is playing multiple games in one day. We've had three games in one day before, and playing that many games is honestly a big difference from high school ball. And another thing is just everybody everybody around you is trying to get it and everybody's everybody's there to outwork you and there's not there's not a single point where you can just relax. If you have a bad game you're you can you'll be done sometimes but you just have to learn to really just work for everything. And high school it's it was very competitive, very hard, but I had to worry about scholarships and if because if you don't perform your your scholarship can be taken away, so that was a big difference is learning what I was going for. Thanks for giving us great insight into the highly competitive, intensely competitive world of college softball. And that's probably a good place to for our to pick up with our next question and what as you you know, are, are going to entering Lee University and, and their top notch program, what are your goals for the upcoming season and for the rest of your career in college? Um, honestly, help my main to help my team get as far as they possibly can, and if we can win the NCAA tournament, that's that's one hundred percent my main goal. Is I would love to win the NCAA tournament. No, that, that that's a great goal. And can you, you know, can you talk about maybe stick a what what, in, what is it like to balance academics and athletics at the college level? Um, well, when you first get there, it's a little hard. I was very fortunate enough to have a class with all freshmen student athletes that we learned how to manage our time, balance schedules. You, um, a big thing for me was definitely to have a planner. I wrote in when all my assignments were due every week, and then I would write in my practice times when I knew them. So you know when you need to have time set aside for academics. Because honestly, you're you're there to give an education, so education obviously comes first. And sometimes you have to miss classes to go to games and stuff. So a big thing is communication with your professors. You definitely have to have a good relationship with all your professors. So when you leave, you're able to get help. Great insights, great information. And Naya, it's been great to get to catch up with you. And uh, we've got time for one more question. And that would be, what would you share about you know your journey to this point? What advice would you share to uh, girls and and um, in anybody, um, younger kids, uh, ball players, say in the eighth, ninth grade or so? Um, what would advice would you give them if, if they want to aspire to play at the next level? Um, do everything you can. If you have an off day, it's still an off day. Is still a good day to work. Honestly, you need to. Put as, work as hard as you can to get to the next level. Every Everybody's in there grinding, put it, putting in a bunch of work. So work as hard as you can and have fun. Love the game. Play the game you love. 
It's great advice. Well, Naya Vogel, thank you for joining us once again on Blue Daughter Sports Central. It's great to catch up with you. We best wishes and best of luck at your as you embark upon your career at Lee University in softball, and we'll continue to follow you and, and stay in touch. Thank you so much. Friend Naya Vogel, one of the outstanding softball players in the history of Apopka Blue Daughter softball, of course, a former Class 9A Player of the Year and two-time All-State and four-time Metro Conference selection. Well, friends, we're going to take a quick break in just a moment. When we come back, we'll hear some interviews that I recorded on Saturday at the Varsity Sports Network Media Day, along with John Perry of the Apopka Chief and Planner with some outstanding Apopka Blue Darter football players as we are on the brink of the high school football season in Florida right now. So we're going to take that quick break, and when we come back, we look forward to, uh, to joining you and with some great football players. Please stay with us on Blue Darter Sports Central. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Letter, remote, tape measure. What do you think, doctor? Is it? Yes, I'm afraid it is. Garage dooritis. What do we do? Better call Florida Door Solutions. Whether you've got garage dooritis or you just want to upgrade your opener or entry gate, they've got the solution. And now opening your garage door, turning on the lights, and safely keeping track of your property when you're away is easy with the new LiftMaster Garage Door Opener with the exclusive Internet Gateway Accessory. Call Florida Door Solutions at 866-FLA-DOOR. That's 866-FLA-DOOR. Florida Door Solutions has the reputation for doing the job right the first time every time. Just ask someone you know. Chances are Florida Door Solutions cured their garage door at us. And they are Central Florida's headquarters for the best garage door and entry gate products from Clopay, Overhead Door, LiftMaster, and more. And they give back to the community through our local schools, youth sports, and more. So if your garage door is suffering from garage door at us, then you need to call Florida Door Solutions, 866-FLA-DOOR. Or take a tour online at FLADOOR.com. Call them today. Hi, Steve Lash at Blue Book Service Center. Is your check engine light on? Get our computer diagnostic for only $25. Other places charge $100 or more, not Blue Book Service Center. We're saving you money. Make your appointment now at bluebookcars.com or call 407-321-0741. Do you need help navigating your retirement strategy? Tony Kena of Kena Wealth can help. Chat with Tony now, live at KenaWealth.com. Chat live about your retirement now at KenaWealth.com. Tony S. Kena is an advisory representative offering investments and advisory services through Lincoln Financial Securities, member SIPC FINRA. The branch office is located at 941 West Morse Boulevard, Suite 100, Winter Park, Florida. Kena Wealth, Inc. and Lincoln Financial Securities are not affiliated. Chat live about your retirement now at KenaWealth.com. Take The Answer with you wherever you go. TheAnswerOrlando.com. Tune in. iHeart and Odyssey.com. News, opinion, passion. On the go. AM 950, FM 94.9. The Answer. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin-Williams. Friends, it's great to be with you as we kind of wind down here on this Friday afternoon as it evolves into evening. I want to thank you for the opportunity to join you. Hope you enjoyed that conversation with Naya Vogel. It's always great to speak with these young people, especially the ones that have achieved so much on the athletic fields and on the ball fields and off the fields as well. And it's great, especially to catch up with, with them after they've left high school 
and have a couple of years of if if you uh, real life, if you will, under their belt. Um, and some it's uh, out in the workforce. It's you know, working their jobs and their careers. Others it's um, in college, like it is with Naya. And so it was wonderful to get the insights to see the way that she's continued to progress and um, on her journey, her softball journey, um, which she pursues and which is now taking her to Lee University. And you know, really enjoyed that conversation and hope you did as well. And of course, she shared some great wisdom as well, just about how to be successful in any endeavor. Later in our program, about 7.30 actually, we're going to speak to a man who makes a huge impact in our community and that uh, ripples all the way through, I'm sure, state of the state of Florida and beyond, uh, both in terms of his success in business and his charitable contributions and his generosity. That's entrepreneur and businessman Glenn Tatum, owner and founder of Glenn Tatum Septic, which has, of course, been serving Central Florida for decades. More recently, the owner of the Hidden Barn Entertainment Venue, which is really one of the more unique, interesting uh, places that has come along in recent years in Central Florida and in Florida. And we look forward to having Glenn share about that as well. And of course, and specifically about a huge fundraising event taking place at the Hidden Barn on the 14th of August that I would like to want you to know about. Before we go, though, um, there, before we're joined by Glenn at 7.30, I want to share a little bit um, about some um, conversations I was able to have on Saturday at the Varsity Sports Network Media Day. And we'll give a shout out to our friend and, of course, another fellow Blue Darter alum, Dan LaForest, who has an influential role now at Varsity Sports Network. I know Dan and the other great people at Varsity Sports Network really, really put a lot of hard work and a lot of good work into orchestrating this event on Saturday. Uh, And um, I was able to record some interviews with the help of John Perry of the Apopka Chief and Planner. And I would like to share some of those with you over the course of this program. The players that we had a chance to speak with include Josiah Robinson, who, of course, you've heard on our program in recent days. Josiah Robinson is a four-year starter. He's um, embarking upon his senior career, and he has already committed. He was uh, recruited by numerous Division I schools, and he's committed to Coastal Carolina, and he's an outstanding high school linebacker. Nakai Martinez, you'll hear from. Nakai Martinez, rising senior, four-year starter heavily recruited by numerous companies. He has committed to UCF. We'll hear from junior Kevin Call. He's another player who started as a freshman, and he's uh, has, of course, already achieved great things in the program and looking forward to a big year. He's a defensive end. Nikai Martinez is a defensive back. We'll speak with Dyson Hurlbert and hear his insights on the upcoming season. Dyson's a senior offensive lineman. He started as a sophomore. And we'll hear from Andrew McLean, who is a transfer for, from Sanford Seminole, and he is projected to be the starting quarterback on opening night, um, which is only you know, which is not too far away. In fact, the preseason classic is just two weeks from tonight, and of course, we'll have it all the action for you right here on the new AM nine fifty and FM ninety four point nine, the answer. But right now, I'd like to go to to cut two, where you will hear. Dyson Hurlbut 
and Kevin Call talking about their mindset and their goals of the team as we embark upon the 2021 season. And John Peary, the Apopka chief, is the one who asked that question. Team. I mean, we all have the same goal. Most of us that are seniors were there for the state championship game our sophomore year, and we all know how it feels. And even then, we all know how it felt last season. And I think we really have that mindset and the heart that we have to get it done this year. Like we know what we want to do, we know what we're going to do, and uh, that's how we're going to finish. Like Nakai and Josiah said, and I mean, it, it'll mean a lot to me for sure. You know, being in a pop goal four years and with my brothers and all that kind of stuff, it's just it's going to mean a lot to get a ring this year. To be real, uh, Kevin Call, and I mean, even though I'm coming up in this junior season, I, mean, I can't take it for granted. I can't just say, "Oh, I got another season, and I can get another chance at a ring." No, I got to treat this like it's my last season too, like it's my senior season. So I got to put everything on the line this year, you know, to get a ring because that second place feeling is still in my mouth, and I don't like it. So we got to push, and I know we will because we're gonna train harder than ever. So to finish this season would mean everything, and I got to treat. Kevin Call and Dyson Hurlbut, a Popka Blue Daughter football players, talking about the upcoming season. Those interviews were conducted just this past Saturday at the Varsity Sports Network Media Day, which was helped orchestrated by Blue Daughter alum Dan LaForest. And of course, John Perry was a big part of Media Day, and he's actually the one that asked that question. Um, and just to give you a little background there, of course, as I mentioned, Kevin Call is a junior. Um, he'll be a you know, he's a junior this season. Already started for three years, made some huge plays in in in, in huge games over the course of his career, and um, certainly a highly recruited player as, as you might might expect. It was great to hear his insights and his maturity as he talks about what's going to be necessary for a huge season. Also, we heard from Dyson Hurlbut. Dyson has been a, a three year starter for the Blue Darters. And he is heavily recruited player as well, and he's a, a, been a stalwart there on the offensive line, and he's expected to, of course, um, be one of the true leaders on the team this year on the offense. And just to give a little perspective on what uh, the context of what they were, were talking about, um, in the past two years, Apopka has gone deep into the postseason. Of course, two years ago, made it all the way to the state championship game. Uh, led that game uh, and dominated that game uh, pretty much up until the last eight seconds when it all slipped away. And uh, that's kind of part of the context they were talking about. And we'll ask and we'll hear more about that uh, later um, you know, in, in further interviews tonight. But also had another excellent season last year during the COVID-marred season, which, of course, had all kinds of ups and downs and twists and turns, which included games that were canceled, um, et cetera, et cetera. A, a, a shortened season. Uh, Popka playing against a very, very difficult uh, and challenging schedule. Uh, finished the season 5-3, and three, then had several huge upsets in the postseason and took it all the way to the Final Four where they got ahead and um, lost a heartbreaker to Stanford Seminole, who, of course, was the eventual uh, champion in Class 8A. In fact, Stanford Seminole was undefeated last year. And so that was kind of the context of what some of the guys were talking about, how utilizing those experiences, utilizing that that, that journey, those experiences of of coming so close to a state championship, of, of knowing what it takes to, to get that far, uh, but also having that hunger 
to just to, to, to go just a little bit farther and, and to, to grasp the brass ring, if you will, for a, a full-blown state championship. And now we have a, an interview. Another part of the uh, interesting part of this season is there's a transfer, uh, f- several transfers, a couple transfers, actually, but one of the, the most high-profile one is Andrew McLean, who was transferred from Sanford Seminole. And so John Perry, in cut number three, um, asked Andrew McLean about why he made the decision to transfer to Apopka and uh, how that how he's been accepted by his teammates. I mean, these guys have obviously accepted y'all uh, with open arms, I guess, right? Is there? Yeah. They've always been like brothers. Apopka was always home to me. Right. And I just thought I, I got to finish my last season with the boys I grew up with, yeah. brothers. And, <laughs> What what brought you over here? I mean, was, well, I didn't feel like I had the support at Seminole to you know be the guy that I was told to be. So, I think uh, playing my last season with kids I grew up with, um, I think that was amazing to have. And if I could have them, I'm going to spread for some time. And I just thought good choice to come over. Right. Andrew McLean at. This moment projected to be the starting quarterback at Apopka, talking about transferring from Seminole, Sanford Seminole, and the reception that he's received from his te- coaches and teammates at Apopka. And we'll have some other <clears throat> interviews for you that were conducted on Varsity Sports Network Media Day a little bit later in our program. But uh, right now, we'll just want to talk a little bit about just the upcoming schedule for both Apopka High School and for high school football throughout Central Florida. And as many of you know, much as it was with, is with high school softball, and we, which we were talking to Naya Vogel about, high school football in Central Florida, state of Florida in general, of course, but especially in Central Florida is some of the most competitive uh, and best in the, in the nation, literally. Uh, players, uh, numerous players go on to play Division one uh, in college at all levels, especially in Division one and especially in Power Five. Of course, watch any NFL game, and of course, I haven't been watching them in <laughs> recent years for obvious reasons. But um, back when I was watching, and if anybody was watching now, you'll see players um, NFL rosters littered, you know, chock full of players from from the state of Florida and and even specifically Central Florida. So that's the kind of environment that we have in terms of high school football in Central Florida. And more specifically, Apopka High School, who, of course, will be broadcasting the games once again since the year 2012, um, is plays one of the most competitive and I would say maybe even arguably the most challenging schedule in the state of Florida in Class 8A, and uh, which, is, of course, makes things a lot of – makes things a kind of headache – for coaches, but uh, makes things really a lot of fun and exciting for fans. And so we'll share a little bit about that schedule right now. Over the course of the season, Apopka will play Deland, and that's the kickoff classic. That's the preseason game that does not count on the regular season. That'll be next, uh, excuse me, two weeks from tonight, August 20th at Roger Williams Field. We, of course, will have the coverage of that game. And then later throughout the course of the season, um, Popka will play West Orange at home for the home opener. That's a rivalry that goes back to 1933. 
on the road at Dr. Phillips later in the season. Of course, well-acknowledged state powerhouse. In fact, they picked up a state championship just a couple of years ago, and they've made multiple appearances in the state championship game. Um, Edgewater is on the schedule, and of course, they've, the last two years, they've played in the Class 7A state championship game. Evans revitalized Evans program under their former alumni, Kennard Lang, and for, Miami Hurricanes former star, Kennard Lang. And then, of course, Apopka travels to Lakeland High School, the Dreadnoughts, to historic Bryant Stadium later in the se- in season, and finishes up with Lake Brantley and Wekaiva, two intense rivals. So that's the kind of schedule that you, we can all look forward to this season, and we'll be right here to sh- share all about it with you. We'll be right back on Blue Darter Sports Central. It's Blue, it's Blue Darter Sports Central. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Norwegian Cruise Line is asking a federal judge to block a Florida law prohibiting cruise companies from demanding that passengers show written proof of coronavirus vaccination before they board a ship. Norwegian contended at a hearing Friday the vaccine passport ban signed into law in May by Republican Governor Ron DeSantis jeopardizes the health and safety of passengers and crew and is an unconstitutional infringement on the First Amendment. It also contains a fine of $5,000 per passenger for violations. Florida officials say the law's aim is to prevent discrimination against passengers who don't get vaccinated. The judge did not indicate when she would rule. On Wall Street, a mixed day as the Dow was up by 144 points. The Nasdaq dropped 59, the S&P up by 7. More details at srnnews.com. Since 1972, Community Health Centers has been providing quality and affordable health care for our community, offering pediatrics, family medicine, OBGYN, dental, and pharmacy. Community Health Centers, 15 Central Florida locations, are here to be the medical and dental home for you and your entire family. For your convenience, Community Health Centers even offer Saturday and evening hours. Community Health Centers accepts Medicaid, Medicare, private insurances, and offers a sliding discount program based on family size and income. Visit them right now at chcfl.org for more information. That's chcfl.org. Toronto Growing Business is to be on a journey. Dell Technologies Advisors are here with the right tech solutions, so you can stop at nothing for your customers. Call an advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL and do more with modern devices in Windows 10 Pro. Take the answer with you wherever you go. TheAnswerOrlando.com. Tune in. iHeart and Odyssey.com. News, opinion, passion. On the go. AM 950, FM 94.9. The Answer. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franken-Williams. We're glad you're here on this wonderful Friday evening. Thank you for the opportunity to join you as our Friday afternoon eases into Friday evening and we're on the eve of a what will hopefully be a wonderful weekend. Appreciate you joining us. On a, in just a moment, we're going to be joined by entrepreneur and businessman Glenn Tatum, and he's going to tell us about an outstanding and very important fundraising event coming up on August 14th at the Hidden Barn Venue which is one of Glenn Tatum's uh, numerous, many um, entrepreneurial success stories. Before we go to Glenn, I want to let you know 
and remind you that our program is, is made possible by some outstanding sponsors, and they are Florida Door Solutions, Dr. Patrick St. Germain and St. Germain Chiropractic, and Community Health Centers of Central Florida. Since 1972, Community Health Centers has been providing affordable, quality health care for the citizens of Central Florida, now serving Central Florida with 15 locations. Now let's go to Glenn Tatum. Hello, Glenn. Hey, thanks for joining us. Great to catch up with you. Yeah, I appreciate the call. And you know, I know you have a very important fundraising event coming up at, on August the 14th from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. at the Hidden uh, Barn. And why don't you just, first of all, start by telling us about, uh, about the event and and this and this and the reason behind it. Well, the event, um, uh, it's like I said, it's August fourteenth here at the Hidden Barn venue. I was North Popka. If anybody, you know, it's on our, you know, go to hiddenbarnvenue.com uh, if you want to try to find it. But the um, event is for two young um, young boys, which happens to be my grandkid, my grandson, who's got disdained muscle dystrophy. They was diagnosed. Um, Two years ago with it, if anybody knows what the shame is, that they would understand um, they're uh, they're losing their muscles in their body, and uh, it's um, it's a deadly disease. It's non-curable, but it's, hopefully it can medicine is prolonging it. Hopefully for the next few more years, um, um, their lifespans probably average from about 15 years. So what the uh, the um, we put the benefit on for is for them to help raise money to get a, a double handicap fan. That's what we're doing it for. Um, for two children, not just for one. A regular van just wouldn't work. No, t- tremendous misfortune to hit to your family. And you, know, first of all, very sorry that this has been visiting on you. And I want to be you know, happy to help you get the word out to let people know about uh, you know what we can do to maybe help out a little bit. Um, That'd be great. And and I think now's a great time. You know, a lot of people throughout Central Florida know about the Hidden Barn, but uh, but a lot of people don't. And it's it's really a you know very interesting uh, endeavor. And it was kind of a vision of yours years ago, and you've you've turned into a successful reality. Can you just share with us uh, for those that might not be as uh, knowledgeable about the Hidden Barn? Tell us about it. Well, the Hidden Barn is um, it's pretty much it's, it's hidden. Um, to get to it, you wouldn't think it's where the way you come in, it'd be like that. But the Hidden Barn is based on uh, for weddings, parties, uh, just any event, any event that you'd like to have. We have um, two different style chapels here. We've got an outdoor chapel and a um, both outdoors um, underneath the waterfall. And then um, we have an indoor chapel, but it's open, open chapel um, doors. And we have a, a nice-sized venue hall. But the, a lot of different areas out here at the Hidden Barn. We have an old western town, and uh, Texas Coast stations, and, and, and all out here, too. And what was it that uh, you, led you? How did you get the idea? And, and what you know, was your inspiration for wanting to, to, you know, to create an event like this, uh, you, know, uh, you know, a destination like this? Because I, I know it took an incredible amount of hard work and obviously a lot of money, too, to make it happen, make it a reality. Yes, it, it does. It took it took a, a lot of you know thought into this. It, you know, I, I you know I thought about it. Everything that we we've done out here, um, 
probably I've, I own the property. I've had it since 2010. Uh, some friends of mine, David Shelley and Barbara Shelley, I bought the property from them, and then um, and then I got remarried. I was getting remarried, and um, my wife wanted to uh, at the time a girlfriend, but she wanted to get married here. So we we built a little little thing just to get married, and it just took off from there. And then everybody else wanted to, to get married here. So we just uh, added to it from piece by piece and, and got where it's at now. No, that that's a great story. And um, can you talk about also, and I've been you know, there multiple times for, for multiple different events. In fact, a very varied type of event, different kinds of events. Uh, can you talk about just some of the varied type of activities that take place at the Hidden Barn and, and, and that, that, you can, that you can host at the Hidden Barn? Yes, we have, um, like I said, mostly weddings, but we uh, we uh, we have events assigned today at Kinsietta for uh, the Mexican culture, and um, we have um, let the city of Apopka, we use it a lot for the, the fire department, uses it a lot for training, and then and during the summer for the kids, at the, for the pool, the training for the um, safety for the kids. And then we we, um, we use it for church service a lot of times with the chapel, and uh, we've had a few people have uh, memorials here, um, uh, uh, celebration of life for you know people that's passed on. So it's, it can be used to, not just for weddings. There's lots of different parties, Christmas parties, um, Halloween parties. We got a lot of Christmas parties this year. And now that we have the the old western town, people want to come out here and see that now. So you just have to come out and look at it and, and take get an idea of what we got. And I know every you know, many people were hit hard, of course, by the whole COVID uh, you know, situation. Shall we say? I suspect that might have affected you to, with the hidden barn a little bit. How, how did you weather that storm, and how did how did you uh, you know, deal with that it, crisis? It did affect us. Uh, we had to cancel um, an average of a little over 50 weddings last you know, last year. But we rescheduled them, and um, everybody's done had their weddings now. And I just talked to my coordinator here. He's got a book now. I think he's got about 180 events between now. And we're already booked out for two more years. So there's but, – um, but it, the COVID hit us hard, but it, um, it we got through it, and – and it's doing good now. Now, really, an amazing success story on, on many different levels. And I, I just have a, a, a specific question. And and you know, just hearing you talk and describe it, you know what you've achieved with the Hidden Barn obviously takes tremendous vision, passion, hard work, uh, diligence, perseverance to make it all possible. But part of what I, I know it must have to take is, is ability to delegate and get other people involved and, you know, train them up and tell them what you need them to do and find talented people to help you. Can can you talk about that process? Yeah. I mean, I've got my own people that work for me. Um, they work for me full time and we do that. Uh, we do all the building ourselves and I do all the um, thoughts of what goes in and all up to the landscaping and, in designing, I design everything, and then um, I got an event company that's called um, Traditions Events. And they work for me full time now, and um, they run it for me, and they do a tremendous job. They um, they just we just was voted number one venue in Central Florida, so so it uh, they uh, 
and the number one venue, people's choice, and all too. So, I mean, it, it's really took off great. I, I never imagined that it would take off this good, but it, it did. No, it's really an amazing place, and if you haven't been there, I would strongly, friends, encourage you to do so. It's located 4251 Onditch Road uh, with an Apopka address, but it's uh, it's way, it's a, a, a kind of a way out from Apopka and, and everywhere else. It's definitely a rural hidden venue. And, and Glenn, we, I guess we have time for one more brief question. You know, I know about the, the generosity uh, that you do, that you have, and especially to help support uh, youth organizations, youth sports, things like that. Can you just talk about what what leads you to you know, to to have that heart for 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 younger people, especially in especially uh, in sports related um, youth sports activities? Well, everybody knows you wouldn't have nothing if it weren't for God. You know, God, you know, has blessed me with everything that I have throughout. My septic company, everything that he blessed me with, my septic company, and this. That's when I like to try to, to give back to the community with, like, for the sports, um, uh, an Apopka. It's a high school. Anything to do with sports in Apopka, you know, we don't charge the, the teams nothing to use this place. They got a, um, I think it's August 15th, the Little League of Apopka Little League that just went to the championship and then. They're having their event out here Sunday, August 15th. Even the girls' softball, we always, baseball, football, any other day, anything that uh, popular sports needs, they can, this place is welcome for it. No, we appreciate what you do in so many different ways, and thank you for joining us here briefly to share a little bit about it. And, friends, I strongly encourage you to, to, uh, Go to the Hidden Barn and also support the fundraiser if you ha- if you feel led to. And you can call Erica at 352-630-9623. That's Erica at 352-630-9623 and to, about the pool party fundraiser on August 14th at the Hidden Barn. Glenn, great catching up with you. Th- thanks for sharing a few moments with us this evening. Yeah, I appreciate you having us. Come out anytime and... and uh Hopefully see you um, next Saturday. Look forward to seeing you then. All right. Thank you. Friends, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back on Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin-Williams. Please stay with us. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Hey, everyone. It's Pete Paquette visiting with Nikki Cook from Florida Door Solutions. Hey, Nikki, how you doing? I'm great. How are you? Nikki, I'm doing great. Thanks. There's a lot of things happening at Florida Door Solutions, including celebrating your 20-year anniversary, serving Central Florida with the best garage door repair and products ever. You're helping folks with repair and design installation. You've done some of the cool jobs here lately. Tell us a couple of them. Uh, most recently, we did the new Raptor ride at Universal, and then all of our guys got to ride it as a new ride, which was kind of fun. Nikki, tell our listeners about this unique showroom you've got. I think it's the only one in Central Florida like it. Yes, we do have a fully functional showroom or design center right here in Apopka. We can help you with your home, your business, whatever garage door you have or overhead door, we can help. So please stop by anytime. Um, We're at fladoor.com or 777 South Park Avenue. Thanks, Nikki. Serving Central Florida for over 20 years with the professional product, service, and installation they've become known for. Call Florida Door Solutions at 866-FLA-DOOR or go online to fladoor.com. It's a 20-year birthday celebration at Florida Door Solutions. 
Hey, Central Florida, check out this latest special from Blue Book Service. Is you pay only $159 per axle for brake pads and labor. It doesn't include if you need rotors or other brake parts, but you still get a low labor rate. Blue Book Service Center, we're saving you money. Make your appointment now at bluebookcars.com or call 407-321-0741. Since 1972, Community Health Centers has been providing quality and affordable health care for our community, offering pediatrics, family medicine, OBGYN, dental, and pharmacy. Community Health Centers, 15 Central Florida locations, are here to be the medical and dental home for you and your entire family. For your convenience, Community Health Centers even offer Saturday and evening hours. Community Health Centers accepts Medicaid, Medicare, private insurances, and offers a sliding discount program based on family size and income. Visit them right now at chcfl.org for more information. That's chcfl.org. Take the answer with you wherever you go. TheAnswerOrlando.com. Tune in. iHeart and Odyssey.com. News, opinion, passion on the go. AM 950, FM 94.9. The Answer. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Now, here's Roger. Friends, welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. Great to be with you as we ease into Friday evening. Hope you're enjoying the program. Hope you're enjoying the conversation with Glenn Tatum. I'm always amazed every time I speak to Glenn, especially go out and visit the Hidden Barn. It just what an incredible businessman and entrepreneur he is. I mean, just uh, to just in, have the vision in his head, which at one time it was just a vision in his, his mind about this incredible venue, Hidden Barn, what it's what it's evolved into, uh, the way that obviously he <laughs> just knows exactly what the right buttons to push, if we will, the right things to do, how to get people to, to make it all happen, and, and in a venue that brings a lot of joy and happiness to people in a variety of different ways. Amazing story, and really happy he was able to share a little bit about it with us, and I hope that um, many of you will support the fundraiser. To, to help his family uh, in their difficult medical difficulties with their children um, coming up on August the 14th. Also, it was great to have a few moments and be joined by Naya Vogel. It's been a couple of years since she's joined us, and it was great to get caught up, hear what her life and her softball career and academic career has been like since she left Apopka High School. Of course, during her high school career, she was literally one of the most successful high school softball players in the state of Florida history, which included, was not limited to, but included being named Class 9A Player of the Year her junior year at Apopka. And that was also the year that she helped to help the team get to the Final Four. And right now in our final segment, you know, with high school football right around the corner, not too far away here in Central Florida, and of course, with us, our stations being the home for a popular Blue Darter football um, during the course of this upcoming season. Just like to maybe brief you a little bit and give a little bit of an overview and background on the Blue Darter program as it stands right now, and it'll help bring me bring some people up to speed and uh, kind of provide a little co- context as well. And one thing I do want to mention is that we're very aware that as you know, the only high school football on the radio over on over the air radio in this market we have a lot of listeners who aren't necessarily a popular blue art alumni or even fans but just love high school football and i know friends i know you're out there in fact i hear from a lot of you and we really appreciate it 
appreciate hearing from you. And, and as I said before, with the schedule that Apopka plays, uh, anybody who listens to the games on a weekly basis is, are, are going to hear not only many of the top teams right here in Central Florida, they're going to hear top teams, some of the teams we play are, are, are some of the top teams around the state of state of Florida. Of course, Lakeland High School is on the schedule this year, and anybody that knows high school football knows that Lakeland High School has had a premier program in the state of Florida for probably at least close to 100 years, and maybe even more than 100 years. And that's not an exaggeration at all. In fact, and as some of you might know, I've been 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 accused of exaggerating from time to time. Um, but um, that's not an exaggeration. Now, where I get that frame of reference is a newspaper article I discovered online from the 1920s when we were preparing to go down to Bryant Stadium a couple of years ago and take on the dreadnoughts. Um, and it was the principal of the school uh, talking about uh, how proud he was of the dreadnought program and how they what led them to get the the name the unique nickname Lakeland dreadnoughts and where that came from was there was a newspaper article where where you know they were they were they were rolling over some poor team uh so consistently and so powerfully that the phrase uh, it just looked like the dreadnought rolling across the uh the Atlantic Ocean, the way that they were dominating their opposition. And that was from a newspaper article back around 1923 or so. So anyway, the point is, specifically, Lakeland High School, one of the premier high school football programs in the state and in the nation. In fact, they were they were named by USA Today that the, the top program in the country several years ago. Um, that's, the cal- that's the kind of cal- caliber of competition and of high school football that you'll be hearing this fall, right here on the new AM 950 and FM 94.9, the answer uh, specifically through the Apopka Blue Darter football broadcast. Also, of course, on the schedule, as we mentioned, is Edgewater High School in a game that, that you know, promises to be a real outstanding a barn burner. And, of course, you know, Tash of Clytons, Titans, actually. And, of course, under the leadership of Coach Cameron Duke in recent years, Edgewater has experienced one of, um, if not the biggest turnaround, um, short-term turnaround in high school football uh, annals here in Central Florida. Edgewater coach Cameron took took over a program that was 0-10 the year that he got the job, uh, the year before he got the job. And in his very first season, brought home in a 9-1 regular season win, won a district championship, picked up um, wins in the postseason. Um, and then since that time has been literally one of the top-notch programs in the state. In fact, the last two seasons, Edgewater has played in the state championship game. Um, and, of course, when I can't can't go much further. don't want to go any further without talking a little bit about the Apopka lake Brantley rivalry. And that's a rivalry that goes back to the fall of 1974. know a little bit about that one because I played in the very first Apopka lake Brantley game. And since that time, it's literally been one of the most, I would say, interesting um, rivalries in the state of Florida. You've got two programs that consistently have outstanding teams year in and year out. Um, and there, there, and there's a lot of dichotomies there. You know, Apopka, Orange County, Lake Brantley, Seminole County, Apopka, um, rural blue collar community. Lake Brantley uh, suburban affluent community, uh, Apopka versus Altamont Springs. You know, uh, Altamont Springs has has uh, you know, Macy's. Apopka's got Walmart. 
You know, it's it's just a it's kind of, it's just a it's a very perfect natural rivalry. I think, of course, the schools border each other, the counties border each other, um, and it um, you know there's a lot of proximity there. Uh, oftentimes, the players and coaches know each other personally off the field, and um, and of course, a lot of history as well. And so, anyway, it's um, and, and of course, the the whole the 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 core ingredient there is that consistently. Apopka and Lake Brantley have outstanding teams on a year-by-year basis. And some of the, really, some of the outstanding players in Central Florida high school football history have played for both programs. Um, and, and once again, you'll see programs at many different uh, elite college football programs who are alumni of either Apopka or Lake Brantley. And of course, um, you know, both teams have their share of uh, NFL alumni, NFL players uh, as well, alumni in the, in, who've played in the NFL as well. But so that's uh, kind of what we have to look forward to. The head coach at Apopka is Coach Jeff Rolson. People ask me about Coach Rolson from time to time, and he is in his well, embarking upon his third year as head coach at Apopka. Now he has a long history with the school, going back to about the year 2000 or 2000. Yeah, at least back, back to the year 2000. And he served as a longtime defensive coordinator during the years that Coach Rick Darlington was the head coach, uh, during uh, both of Coach Darlington's stints as head coach. Of course, um, you know, Darlington was there for uh, four years, uh, which included the 2001 state championship, uh, you know, left to go to the iconic program at Valdosta, Georgia, uh, came back a few years later. Uh, coach Rolson uh, joined him at Valdosta. And then, of course, uh, Coach Rolson came back and joined Coach uh, Darlington a few years later at Apopka, and they had another extraordinary run of success. So um, Coach Rolson, in his third year as actual head coach, um, long history of of success as a defensive coordinator at Apopka High School. He also had an outstanding college career as well at Eastern Illinois. In fact, he was an All-American Division II defensive lineman, he was actually a teammate of Sean Payton, who many of you uh, know as the head coach of the New Orleans Saints. Well, now we've got one more interview that I'd like to share with you. And this was taken at the media day for Varsity Sports Network. And once again, huge shout out to Dan, Blue Darter alumni Dan LaForest for, first of all, inviting us to be a part of that and for the tremendous job that he did in, in helping to orchestrate uh, you know, an, an outstanding event uh, that uh, included min- many different schools. And also John Perry. I want to give a shout-out to John. He was right there. I was sitting at the same table with John, and actually he's the one that, that asked many of the questions that you've heard on the interviews previously. But right now we're going to go to cut number one, and this is a question that I ask uh, both Josiah Robinson and Nakai Martinez, starting with Nakai Martinez, um, who are both, of course, seniors this season, outstanding defensive players. Nakai Martinez, uh, a defensive back who just recently committed to UCF. Josiah Robinson, a linebacker, just recently committed to Coastal Carolina. Um, looking back on that season of two years ago, 2019, when the Blue Artists made it to the state championship game versus Miami Columbus, actually, you know, for those who listened to the game and watched it, um, dominated the game, um, but uh, eventually uh, squandered a 13-point lead and uh, actually lost the game in the last eight seconds. And that's the context of the question that that I posed to Nankai Martinez and Josiah Robinson as senior leaders, the 
the context of the question is what will they do to um, inspire their teammates to raise to a championship level? I've got a question quickly I'll ask to Josiah and Nakai since you're sitting right in front of me to pick up you know, what we're talking about right now. You know, after the uh, state championship game loss, some of the guys were quoted in the paper saying they didn't think they they, they did a good job of leading the team, and that's what resulted in the loss. Uh, specifically, uh, you guys, you know, as four-year starters and seniors, what specifically things can you do, first of all, Nakai, uh, to, to inspire the other guys and, and make sure they rise to you? Know, you guys are all going to play great. Everybody knows that how do you get the other guys to play as a championship level? That's really the goal, just being on them every day and practicing, telling them, like, remind them, like, you don't really have a spot. Like, every week is a grind, every day is a grind. You can have a starting position one week and not start the next week, and that's really the goal for us. That's what we're trying to get to the younger guys' head and to the transferability that not everything is set for you. Like, you never know what can happen. And just really getting the backup ready, because, like you said, I can go down one game and it might be a very important game and I need my backups or my tools to step up. So that's really what it is. Just coaching and teaching. So that's really what it is to me. Thank you. And Nakai Martinez, Josiah Robinson? Uh, I think just uh, for the younger guys just to hold them to that standard that we used to hold to and actually from from experience from two years ago we did have that standard but we came short so it just means we got to go even harder and we got to show them that even if you do these certain things, like if you work hard, but if you miss reps, like one or two reps, oh, it still matters because at the end of the day, that you know, those two plays, that's really what it came to in the state championship game. It came to two plays, uh, a score and a two-point conversion. So I'm saying, I just tell them, the young guys, when we're doing workouts, gassers, anything, go full speed, all reps. Don't hold nothing back. Take out all the time because when you're done at the end of the day, you're gonna be, you're gonna be, um, you're gonna be surprised at what the uh, ending goal is. Thank you, guys. Go full speed. Don't hold nothing back. That's great advice for any football player and any football team, and pretty much in any endeavor of life. Well, friends, that's going to wrap you know, wind us down to the near end of our program. Really want to let you, you know how much I appreciate you joining us tonight on Blue Otter Sports Central. I hope you've enjoyed the program. I want to give a big shout out to Pat Cat, who, as he so often does, went over and beyond to help us record and edit those interviews and overcome some adversity along that process and, and make sure we had those uh, interviews with the Blue Otter players uh, for you tonight. We give a shout out to our producer, Jeff and encourage you to stay tuned for an outstanding program. The Charlie Kirk Show is up next right here on the new AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer. I hope you'll stay with us to join Charlie Kirk and then have a wonderful Friday evening and a great weekend. Thank you. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. News, opinion, passion. AM 950 and FM 94.